Bam Radio Network. Why wait for the school newspaper to come out and capture something a couple times a year when you can do it a hundred times a day? There are not a lot of people that actually go home at the end of the day and say, I can't wait to get to the district website. It's just one of those things that doesn't happen. Welcome to Brand Ed, where we talk about how to tell the amazing stories happening in our schools. I'm Tony Sinanis. And I'm Joe Sanfilippo. Tony, here we go, show number five. Are you kidding me? Show number five. You know, I got in a little trouble last week because I was talking about how my parents are, you know, the only ones that really watch this whole, or listen to this whole deal. And my wife said she's going to start to feel a little bit uh, ostracized if I don't mention that she's actually listening to. So that makes like four people. That is a solid, solid number. I think we might be up to six. I saw a couple of people tweeting about it. So we might be up to six, might be able to get up to 10 in the next like three or four weeks. That's what I'm saying. And the fact that we even made it to show number five is really an amazing thing because clearly they don't have enough things to put on BAM radio, which is why we're here. But um, it doesn't matter because today we are so incredibly lucky. We are so incredibly fortunate to have with us the one, the only Dr. Joe Mazza, who is currently the K-12 Director of Connected Teaching, Learning, and Leadership, former principal of Knapp Elementary School, graduate of the University of Pennsylvania doctoral, mid-career doctoral program. And we are so happy that you joined us, Joe. Thanks for being with us. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day, uh, Joe. You know, I think that one of the things that people want to know, and we're going to talk a little bit about your story and the importance of telling it to the community, but you've taken on this new role, and I think people are really excited about the fact that you are actually, it's not about your, your role at school, but you are actually uh, on the committee for the defense of one Tony Sinanis. Is that true? Absolutely. I would not miss another opportunity to get with Tony face-to-face and learn from that guy. You know, I'm going to throw it out there. His topic is a topic that I haven't even heard about yet um, as far as doctoral students in terms of, uh, you know, studying this Twitter tool that all of us have grown to love um, and how it relates to professional development and relationships. So it's really exciting. He successfully defended his proposal the other day, and I was there to witness it and take part, and he's going to do an awesome job. Thank you for the nice and kind words. I really appreciate it, because I wouldn't even be able to get to a uh, proposal hearing without without your support and without people like you who sort of paved the way for me and, and, and Joe in terms of being a connected educator and a, and a connected leader and, and learning from those of us out there who are willing to share and collaborate. Um, and so thank you for, for, for laying the groundwork for us. Absolutely. I think that one of the things that Tony's kind of speaks to and Joe's actually one of the first people that I followed on Twitter and it, what a what a great experience it's been to learn from what he's doing. So if we could kind of get into Joe something some things that you're doing, but uh, why do you think it's so important to tell the story of your school or your school district to the community and to parents in your community? I think it's a great question to propose, you know, not only think about it with yourself but to propose to your leadership teams. You know, who better than you to tell the story of what's going on? You know, as a school principal at any given time, there's 77 things happening um, and two or three that you can kind of keep an eye on. Um, so if you can articulate all those other things for the community, for the students, for the, uh, the superintendent, uh, for your colleagues, for your teachers, that really says a lot about you know how you are capturing um, and actually putting to life the vision of your leadership within your school. When you're sharing your, your brand, when you're sharing the, your school's story, you know, you're, you're sharing how we collaborate, you know, you're sharing how we motivate others and ourselves, how we inspire, 
Um, you're sharing professional development, what it looks like, what it sounds like, you know, from from folks in your school, from from folks around the world. So it's really exciting, and, and why wait for the school newspaper to come out and capture something a couple times a year when you can do it 100 times a day if you want to. If you're, if you're Tony, he tweets about, you know, probably 67, 70 times a day. But I know much more about Tony's school than, and frankly, my my own school around here because I follow him and I follow his school and, and I get a lot of ideas just from Tony, you know, and, and Joe, like you're a superintendent, I've got several superintendent buddies here in Pennsylvania who I've suggested to follow you because they're really not quite sure how this whole social media piece fits here. You know, we've got a lot of conservative districts around here and social media, that word is not a bad word anymore. So, you know, encouraging people to follow folks that are telling their own stories consistently and being proactive about that PR is a great thing. You know, Joe, you've done a lot of work, and I know as part of your dissertation as well, around the idea of family engagement and how important that is in terms of a school's overall success and student success. How do you see the connection there between family engagement and the brand sort of storytelling aspect? Well, for us, uh, I want to say four and a half years ago, we were continuing to see the same 15, 20 parents at all of our events, at all of our meetings. They happened to come from the same general neighborhood. They were from the same demographic. And they had basically the same socioeconomic level. And that was troublesome because our very diverse school of 633 kids um, had 23 languages, had kids from, um, you know, that were living 10 people in a two-bedroom house and uh, people um, living in million-dollar homes down the street from them, still in the same sending area. So we knew that we were not capturing the full um, demographic of our school. You know, so what we did is we provided some face-to-face and um, uh, written and electronic surveys to identify how our families are communicating. And um, what really struck a chord was this mobile device has really leveled the playing field for a lot of our, our families in terms of now they all have a little computer at their disposal. And whether we like it or not, they're choosing to... Uh, pay for cell phone plans before they're choosing to put dinner on the table, you know, for families. So, you know, by leveraging this mobile device and identifying ways that we can uh, get school information sent and opportunities for the two-way communication back from those families to the school, to the principal, you know, using an app, using Google Voice texting, live streaming events, putting blogs out there, tweeting, Facebook, you name it identifying where our families are so we can go and then get there and not make those families continue to come to do what we're doing because because we know better. I think you make a you make a really good point there in terms of you know meeting people where they are. I think that's one of the things that gets missed, you know. There are not a lot of people that actually go home at the end of the day and say I can't wait to get to the district website. It's just one of those things that doesn't happen. So you got to figure out a way to push people in the direction that you want them and and tell the story through the media, the social media tools or whatever tools that they're already using. Absolutely. And you know, I think that if those people are saying, you know, there's not a lot of traffic on our district website unless there's a snow day and we put the, uh, hey, it's negative 19 degrees in Madison, Wisconsin, and there's not going to be any school today out there. Of course, you're going to get a lot of traffic because everyone's going there for the communication. However, you know, if we can start to put student-centered products on the front pages of our websites and really focus in on the day-to-day operations of what students are learning, you know, focus on students as producers and really center the learning on those students. And I think we can see a rise on all of the, you know, the websites, the social media, um, and having opportunities for parents to participate. 
You know, a lot of our families are working one, two, three jobs, some of them. And, you know, just by putting out a little video, hey, we're going to have a short assembly. We want you to join us for the, you know, 30, 40 minutes. Here's the live stream link. Boom. You know, we did that a couple of months ago, and we had 74 people on the line from work. You know, so appreciative that we were reaching out to them. You know, they had asked their boss. We gave them a week's notice. Hey, ask your boss if you can tune in for this. You don't have to come over to the school, but, you know, check this out. You know, if we can get our families almost there and knock down some of these brick-and-mortar walls and by using tweets and blogs and videos, you know, make those walls glass, make it more transparent so people can identify what's going on. Because at the end of the day, if our families know what's happening in school and know what the kids are learning, they're going to have a much better likelihood of reinforcing that learning and extending that learning at home with some of the personal and family events. Those are really valid points, Joe, and I think this is what motivates Joe and I in terms of telling our stories, uh, being transparent, creating that glass wall so the community can see in and understand not only what we're doing, but how we're doing it and why we're doing it. And I think you really touched on a lot of important points regarding our families and giving them access and differentiating access so that people have an entry point no matter where they are, no matter how many jobs they're working, no matter what kind of house they're living in. I think that's critical. So uh, thank you for that insight. And so thinking about that idea of giving people access, could you maybe um, tell us a couple of things, maybe a resource that you could recommend to uh, other school leaders or district leaders that they could use a tool, whether web-based or an app, to use in telling this story? And then is there someone on Twitter who you follow that you feel like, yes, this is a person who, well, does a great job telling their story? Well, in terms of a tool, you know, I have to go back to the face-to-face piece as being our home button for these, for this branding, for this communication to and from our families. I think we can't forget about that. You know, there's going to be, you know, apps and sites and tools and Edmodo and you name it coming out left and right, and it's not going to stop anytime soon. But we can never, you know, forget to come back to that face-to-face component and really make sure that's at the root of everything we're doing. We're providing those opportunities. You know, we're providing the fireside chats or the meet and greets with the principal. Because I think that if you develop those relationships where you know not only the person and their family, but they know about yours, that's when real relationships can start. And that's when, you know, the family and community engagement can really deepen, um, you know, in terms of anything you do electronically. You know, if your community doesn't know who you are, know what your school stands for face-to-face, then there's not really much of a reason for them to do and contribute and follow and interact with you using any tools. So I I think that's really important for us to really focus in on that face-to-face, those face-to-face interactions. In terms of um, people doing this work out in the field, uh, I'm meeting people every, every day that are doing something different. And one of the things now in year four of being on Twitter is I'm trying to not get away from the original folks that I've been following and working with, but participate in some more chats and meet some new faces mm-hmm. and really identify because as hundreds and hundreds of teachers and principals and parent leaders get on Twitter every day, there's more and more of these people doing this work. So, you know, if you go on on Saturdays to Sat Chat and you identify some new faces there, you go on the PT chat on Wednesday nights, um, you go on to maybe a New York chat. Uh, Tony, what night is New York chat on? NYA chat is Mondays, 8.30 p.m. every other Monday. And when does PT chat happen, Joe? PT chat's on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Student voice, S-T-U voice. Uh, chat. I believe that happens on Monday nights as well at 8.30. And I've really found a lot of student leaders that really get it and are really working hard to um, help teachers and help parents and leaders identify that student lens, you know, because anything that we do moving our 
field of education forward, we've got to involve those students as part of the team. You know, cut off the labels, cut off the titles of who people are, and that's what's great about Twitter. It doesn't matter who you are. If you have great content and you know, great insights, you know, I, I'm going to learn from you. And, and I think that we really have to uh, be accepting of, of kids, uh, no matter how old they are, in terms of informing our direction in education. So, Joe, thank you so much. Those are great suggestions in terms of how we how we connect with uh, connect with families. And the face-to-face is such an important piece of what we do. So we appreciate taking the time out of your day to uh, meet with us and continue to do amazing things. We'll all be following and, and watching what you do. And for everybody else, make sure that uh, you always keep in mind, never give up the opportunity to say something great about your school. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Tony, for having me. And uh, well, as BAM Radio Network. You've been listening to Brand Ed. I'm Joe Sanfilippo. And I'm Tony Zananis. Thanks for listening. This program is produced by Accretive Media for the BAM Radio Network. Thanks for listening.